freedom-loving patriots, fellow MAGA extremist Republican cult members, all those not caught in the matrix, those looking for a way out of the matrix, all of you assigned labels that end in phobist or ism, and yes, those clinging to their guns and Bibles. I'm your host, Becca Marie, along with Stella Padilla, and you're listening to Freedom Speak. Like you to check out our website freedomspeaknm.com where you can click on the radio replay link and listen to playbacks of any of our previous shows and also check out the resource page you can get the podcast of this show on soundcloud spotify stitcher and apple itunes want to send us your questions and comments email us at becca b-e-c-c-a at freedomspeaknm.com and you can now listen and watch the live stream of this show every Friday morning, 9 a.m. to 12 noon, complete with a call-in line so you can join the conversation. Just go to our website, Freedom Speak NM, and click on the Rumble link. If you're listening to us on KDAZ Radio, want to thank you for listening. You can hear us on here every Saturday, 1 to 4 p.m., 96.9 FM, AM 700, and streaming online at conservativetalkabq.com. How's it going, Stella? It's a wonderful day. I hope it's not as hot today. Me too. I want to take time, first of all, to say hi to Mark because he's always listening. He is. He always sends messages. Hi, Mark. We sure <laughs> enjoy hearing from you. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I was here uh, Wednesday doing a show with uh, co-hosting with Kareen Rios. We're doing a series that if you guys have not checked it out yet, uh, you should check it out. You can. It's streaming only, so you can see it on Facebook. Twitter rumble. Uh, we're doing a three-part series on getting parents ready for back to school on what they can expect on this indoctrination going on in the schools with their children. And uh, this last show we did on Wednesday was really, really good. So make sure you check it out. Yeah, it was like 112 degrees here when I left here on Wednesday. Good that crazy. Grief. Yes. Crazy. So anyway, so, uh, if you guys are on my social media on Facebook, you might have noticed I posted uh, some stuff about my camping and ATVing trip this past uh, weekend in Silverton, Colorado. And, you know, every everything I do, everywhere I go, it seems like it's part of my show prep. It always becomes sharp part of my show prep. So I went there with my camper on the back of my truck. And my trailer hauling my new Razor side-by-side ATV along with one of my dirt bikes. And there's a great spot that I like to go to that's kind of in a canyon uh, outside of Silverton. It's called Cunningham Gulch. It's really beautiful. It's got like a, a running stream through it, waterfalls, um, lots of trees, lots of critters all over the place. It's just fantastic. You're making us jealous. You should be. We are, yeah. You, should, you know, one of these days you'll have to go with me, Stella. For sure. I, I have asked you, you yeah, know. Yeah, I have, I'm you know. Get brave enough to fight those mosquitoes off. Did, did you see those pictures? It'll really make they, you jealous. They're awesome. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I told you. It's like my little piece of heaven when I go there. <laughs> so I go there and I got all my stuff set up. I got my canopy out on my on my camper and got all my stuff all positioned out there. So once I get put, you know, in there, all set up in there. I'm not moving anywhere at that point. It would be a major undertaking. I would literally have to pack up my camp in order to drive my truck out of there to go anywhere. So the only way of getting around after I set up camp is either with my ATV or my dirt bike. So until this summer, Silverton was known as a town where people could drive their OHVs around town to visit shops, eat at one of the several great restaurants. And there are some great restaurants. There's one in town called the Golden Block that I just love. And they have these really awesome salads. They have pizzas. They have wings. All kinds of great stuff. And so that's the only way I have getting into town is on my OHVs or my dirt bike. So there's also a couple of ATV touring businesses in town that rent ATVs and give off-road tours. As a matter of fact, I even for a couple of summers uh, gave tours of the uh, mountains uh, for one of the tour companies, and it was a lot of fun. So one of the main attractions that attract tourists to Silverton is the extensive number of old mining trails because there used to be, that's why they call it Silverton. You know, there was a lot of silver being mined at one point in time, a long, long time ago. And so these mining trails go throughout the mountains. As a matter of fact, there's even one that's called the Alpine Loop that goes 
out of the like the outside of the Silverton area, goes up through the mountains, goes around into a town called Lake City, and then there's another trail that returns and goes over the mountains and returns back, uh, all in a to a little town called a ghost town actually called Animus Forks. Hmm. So, over the past few years, actually, the past several years, uh, Silverton has really just exploded. Uh, their economy over the summer because of all of these people coming in with their OHVs and things like that. And they go set up campsites and then they come into town and they patronize the restaurants and the, and the shops and things like that. So unfortunately this year, things have changed in Silverton, Colorado. A very liberal town council has decided to ban all types of OHVs within the city limits. How thrilling was that? Yeah, was that a stupid idea or what? Well, it's liberal. What do you expect? Yeah, I know. This includes all types of ATVs and dirt bikes. One of the other popular sports that bring some life to this otherwise sleepy little town in the wintertime is, is snowmobiling. Do they have a bus system? Do they have? Do you walk around? What, you walk you, around. What? You walk around. Yeah, you walk around in town. It's a small town. I mean, literally, you can walk from one end of the town to the other in less than ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. So, this same group of literal liberal idiots in the town council have been trying to ban snowmobiling for years. They haven't managed to pull that one off because. There is a snowmobiling uh, club in town, which a whole bunch of us contribute to, and they fight for us. And so, luckily, they've been successful. So, their city council is trying to make Silverton a ghost town now. I think they, they would like for it to be ghost town like Animus Forks and Eureka, both Sounds which are like ghost it. towns not yeah. far away. Yeah. So, as you can imagine, the business in Silverton has had a huge drop-off in business now that many campers outside of town can no longer get into town to shop, patronize a restaurant, or buy supplies at the local grocery store. Good grief. They don't even have a shuttle system of any kind? No, no. Uh, well, I mean, trust me, you can't shuttle into these remote camping areas. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's rugged. <laughs> because they can no longer get into town from their remote campsite. And this is because the primary source of transportation from their campsite is, what do you think it is, Stella? I can't imagine the train. No, no, no. It's their OHV. Huh? Yeah. It's their, it's their ATV or their, or their dirt bike. That's how they get from their campsite into town once they're set up. So even the ATV tour businesses in town have had to relocate their staging areas outside of town to appease the liberal town council. This has severely hurt their businesses and increased expenses significantly. I mean, when I was doing work for one of the ATV touring companies, at the end of every day, when we bring the the ATVs back, we would wash them, hose them down. And there was a mechanic there at at the office in town that would do any kind of maintenance that needed to be done. Well, now, now they got a they got a trailer, everything in and out. It's 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 ridiculous. America, we are tired of appeasing the liberals. We are tired. Sick of it. So for OHV or Silverton has now become a place to simply drive through when you were on your way to your campsite or when you were headed back home. Kind of like, you know, you hear over flyover country. Well, now, now Silverton is like a flyover town. <laughs> I, I give up. <laughs> and, and so... Coming into town is no longer a, camp, a part of the camping experience anymore. It can't be. So what's the reason given for this recent change in policy by the very liberal town council of Silverton, Colorado? They're claiming that it is because the noise complaints due to people on their OHVs playing loud music while driving through town. How dare you have fun? I know. So since most ATVs don't even have radios in them... <laughs> Mine certainly doesn't. And no no dirt bikes have radios on them. How does banning all of these types of vehicles in town make any logical sense? Not all that, but there is also a fair share of people driving through town on their full-dress Harleys and Goldwings, and they're playing loud music. They haven't got banned, though. Well, give them another month. <laughs> they would love to. Mm-hmm. Heck, even a car or truck with a loud radio drives through town from time to time. So, using the logic of the town council, I'm thinking, why not just go ahead and ban all motor vehicles in town? 
Just ban them all. Like I said, give them a month. Yeah. To get rid of all that noise. It'll be nice and quiet. You won't hear the engines running through town. You won't hear radios. No you won't you won't hear anything. Nothing. Oh yeah, and eventually won't have yeah. any people either. And it'll only. be nice and quiet. <laughs> I know this sounds extreme, but using their logic, wouldn't an all out ban on motor vehicles eliminate all sources of that noise from those annoying out of town visitors? So I know this seems like solving a problem with a nuclear bomb instead of a surgical strike, which that's exactly what they're doing. But this is effectively that that's exactly what they're doing. Why do I not find this to be sound logic? Probably because I have a functioning brain, unlike a lot of liberals. Mm -hmm. Let's be real. If this was really about a few idiots on ATVs driving through town with loud radios, and I'm not denying these people exist. I'm sure all of you have seen them. The same people that want to play loud music everywhere they go, including a beautiful campsite. Because after all, why would you want to have to listen to nature while you're camping? <laughs> Those people drive me crazy. So in any case... If noise is really the problem, wouldn't a strictly enforced noise ordinance be the proper course of action that wouldn't involve damaging the economy of the city? That's too easy. W wouldn't that make sense, right? Yeah. So all of you would have to do is, all they'd have to do is post conspicuous signs at the edges of town like they've posted no OHVs in big writing, which states noise ordinance strictly enforced. And a couple more in town. And 99% of the issues would just go away right away if that was really the issue, but we know it's not. The police force in Silverton is very effective and seems to pop up out of nowhere <laughs> when anybody gets out of line. Trust me, I've witnessed this. And let me tell you an example. When I got in, I got in there, I, I did the show last Friday, and then I drove to Silverton afterwards, and it was dark by the time I got there. Now, I had this idea. I, I had ordered this cover for my ATV because I thought, well, it'd be nice if I could cover it up before I get onto the dusty gravel road before heading into like the, the area where I wanted to go camping and keep it from getting all filthy and dirty. And I so I pulled over on the southern road, and it's pitch dark, keep in mind. You can't see a thing. There's just like... No, no light. And a cop appeared out of nowhere? Out of nowhere. I turn around and there he is standing. It's like, hello. <laughs> and it's like, where did you come from? You know, but that's how it is. They, 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 they're really good at doing their job in Silverton. Anyway. So I did a lot of exploring on my razor side by side this past weekend and interacted with a lot of nice people that were also out on the trails with me. I found an interesting thing I had in common with all the people I met. Guess what? We were all conservatives. Many riders had patriotic flags on their ATVs, American flags, don't tread on me flags. And one person even had a let's go Brandon flag on their ATV. <laughs> I want to get one. <laughs> When I complimented him on his flag, he enthusiastically translated and recited the meaning of that flag for me. Like you didn't already know. <laughs> I, <right>? know. <laughs> I guess he wanted to make sure I knew. Yes. I know how he feels. Motorcyclists also tend to almost all be conservative. I've noticed that when I've been out riding my Harley on the weekends, things like that. All These, motorcyclists, I think. Yeah, I not think only so. them, I mean, the uh, NASCAR, uh, the race drivers here, yeah, everybody has yeah. their flags. They never come out without their flags. I think it's that feeling of the open road when you're out driving around. It just gives you that feeling. Of it's freedom. called freedom. It's freedom. Yeah. You know, it's like the open road. It's just like it's freedom. So I'm sure if the liberal, the liberal MAGA-hating idiots on the town council could, could figure out a way to get rid of the motorcycles out of town too. They would do that too. But unfortunately those are street legal vehicles and they would probably have a lot of trouble with that. But they wouldn't have trouble with the ordinance of, of the noise ordinance. They really noise, wouldn't. But like see, you said, they appear out of nowhere. It's not about the noise. Yeah. It's, you know, those cops in town would have, would, would have no problem enforcing noise ordinance. So we've seen this kind of blind, seething hatred so much over the past several years. We've seen it to the point of self-destructive behavior in which people have literally been burning down their own cities and assaulting their neighbors as part of a so-called protest. None of this destructive behavior has been in instigated by conservatives. Mm -hmm. Trust me, if it was, it'd be all over the news. And they would never let it rest. No, they wouldn't. Mm -hmm. These liberals are not happy people. 
You've seen them. Their life sucks because they don't know how to have fun. They have no sense of humor and they want everyone else to be as miserable as they are. I, I still wonder whatever made them hate themselves so much. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe something is not wired right in their brain. Maybe they had a bad childhood. Maybe their parents are idiots. I'm not really sure. Maybe they inhaled more of the chemtrails than anybody else. That or... could be it, too, or inhaled something when they were a child. Maybe that infected their brain. Who knows? Yeah. They don't like to have fun, and they don't want anybody else to have fun either. After all, I hear misery loves company, right? Absolutely. <laughs> it's all about their feelings, and they don't like being around those annoying conservative MAGA people, or maybe it's Trump derangement syndrome, or just plain blind hatred of conservatives. Well, they're too happy. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Conservatives are too happy. We can't have that. Yeah. It doesn't matter that the town will suffer financially and the people that have built a successful business in town. These businesses owners that have based their business on a certain model that has been very profitable. I heard that businesses are complaining that they have lost nearly 50% of their revenue compared to last year. This is, this is really bad. But now they're saying, oh, no. Now we need an emergency session to fix this problem. What has happened? We have no idea. Uh, liberals love to break something to, just to have something to fix. They do. Uh -huh. The question I have is why did this emergency ever have to exist? How did this ordinance ever get put in place to begin with? Did the business owners in town not realize what the consequences would be? They probably never invited them to the meetings. Probably. Did they even bother to attend the meeting in mass in which this ordinance was passed? Silverton, Colorado is simply a microcosm of what we see happening in our entire country. They're probably like a legislature that passed all the evil laws at three in the morning when everybody's asleep and nobody that's can fight right, them. That's right. Or on a holiday. That's maybe, what Or over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yep. When people are out on ATVs having fun. <laughs> That'll teach you to have fun. <laughs> that's right. That'll show you. <laughs> We're heading down a path of destruction and everyone is too busy enjoying life in their own little bubble to realize that the whole world is about to crash down on top of them. Remember how I've talked about the American dream? People are busy living the dream. And as long as it's going good for them, they're not paying attention to what's going on around them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here, let me bring you on here since you have a comment. I haven't in officially introduced my guests yet, but I will in a minute. Pilo, go ahead and see what you're going to say. No, I was just saying that uh, that's at every level of government, whether it be a, an HOA, a city government, state government, federal government. Most people will not engage in their government, and therefore uh, it's very easy for evil people to to go in there and make all these rules. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's because we're not paying attention. I, I think uh, Korea and I try to start an HOA uh, what well, we did actually back in uh, back in the eighties, and what we found is that ninety seven percent of the population didn't want to spend any time in it whatsoever. That's right. But they wanted to, you know, they wanted to have effect, but they didn't want to contribute or they didn't want right. to even help. And and that's normal for almost everything. Yeah. So. Nobody wants to get involved. Oh, they say, I'm too busy. It's not my problem. No, somebody else will take care of it. <laughs> our government's spending like drunken sailors, putting our descendants into perpetual servitude and putting us all on a course to total insolvency. Our government has become totally corrupt, in which politicians manipulate the markets and become millionaires, all while making the rest of us have to work harder and become poorer. We are now firmly living under a two-tier justice system in which those in power do whatever they want without consequences, violate their oaths of office, and are never held accountable. The rest of us are targets and are prosecuted using the full force of the federal government if we get out of line. You could be arrested, put in a roach-infested prison, and never even receive any due process. Even states are being taken over by the heavy hand of the federal government, which is something that was not intended by the founding fathers. The White House, the DOJ, the FBI, and many of the courts are full of freedom-hating liberal Democrats that have no respect for the Constitution, the rule of law, or personal liberty. All of this did not happen overnight. I want to remind you of this. It has happened a little at a time over decades. The same people that have been overseeing the destruction of our country have been in office the entire time. 
We now have an old, corrupt, senile, babbling idiot for a president, a giggling word salad moron as a vice president, and a Congress full of decrepit fossils in their 80s and 90s. I don't know if you saw the other day, but Mitch McConnell, he's standing there doing a press conference, and he just, he just like, he pulled a Joe Biden. He right freezes. There. Yeah. Hey, dude, after 30 <laughs> seconds, they're coming up. Mitch, Mitch, you okay? Come on, Mitch. Let's get out of here, Mitch. He was in a trance. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, what happened? And then, and then, and then, uh, 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 oh, oh, her, what's her name? Oh, my gosh. It'll come to me in a second. Anyway, I'm going to, I'll, I'll get back to that. So, so these people are so desperate to hold on to power that they will put someone in office that recently suffered a serious heart attack and can barely function. I mean, that's how these people are. Republicans in Congress are just now holding multiple hearings on corruption. The IRS destroying tens of thousands of tax returns, the FBI, DOJ, and others actively censoring free speech, unconstitutional gun laws, sweetheart deals for political criminals, mask mandates, Vax mandates, spying on churches, arresting preachers, preachers for preachers, uh, preaching. The list goes on. Is it too late to save our great republic? Are you talking about America or the country of Cuba? Yeah, right. I know. It's kind of hard to tell the difference, isn't it? Yeah. So I want to conclude, conclude this open with a quote by Thomas Jefferson. When once a republic is corrupted... There is no possibility of remedying any of the growing evils, but by removing the corruption and restoring its lost principles. Every other correction is either useless or a new evil. So true. It's so corrupt. Like you said, they bring damage, brain damaged people that had a serious heart attack. 98 year old people practically that can no longer speak. And no go kidding. Into, they go into a trance in front of the camera. They just look straight ahead and can't even think. They have to take him away and shake him in the background. Say, like, hello, hello. You still there? Something, anything, you know, that's how we see it. And we think like, what's going on? You know, the, the name I was trying to think of when I, and I did just slip my mind when I was doing my monologue is Diane Feinstein. Okay. I think this was like yesterday. She, they, they had already discussed and debated this topic, okay? And, and all they were looking for was a yay or a nay. But that's it. And she, she got all sidetracked. And, and, and they finally came up to her and says, uh, you know, uh, Diane, uh, all we need is a yay or a nay. Yes, kept, you know, her, 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 you know, uh, staffers were coming up to her. Hey, hey yeah, uh, all you need is yay or nay. Oh, oh, yeah, yay. You know, and it's like, uh, and have you seen Nan- have you seen Diane Feinstein lately? Have you seen what she looks like? No, not lately. Do you she- have a picture? <laughs> is I- it horrifying? It's awful. <laughs> I mean, she looks like literally like her face is melting off. And I don't know what's going on with her right eye, but it looks really, really strange. It's all red around there, and it's all squinted in. It's just her right eye, and it's like really strange. So she looks like that Maxine. What's the, the lady? Mad Maxine. Yeah. She looks worse than Mad Maxine. Worse than, that's bad. Worse than oh Mad Maxine. And, you know, here's the thing, and I'm sure there's some of these so-called conspiracy theorists out there that are going to come out and say, oh, yeah, well, that's just because she's kind of shrinking out of her lizard suit, or out of her human human <laughs> suit, you know, because she's really a lizard person. Yeah. You know, of course, just ask uh, ask our tiny tyrant in, in Santa Fe. She knows all about lizard people, apparently. I don't want to talk about the tiny tyrant and everything that she's done lately. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, I'm jumping ahead of this, but when you come out on national news and life news saying that uh, her recording is sending you for abortions in the satanic temple. Yeah. This is nationwide. I'm thinking, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we're going to get into that. Hey, I'm going to, before we hit the break, which we have about four minutes away, I'm going to introduce our guest that we have in the studio with us today. Pilo. Or, uh, Pilo Rios. Pilo, Pilo, is that Pilo? Is it Pilo or Pilo? No, it's Pilo. It's Pilo, Pilo Rios. Right. It's Spanish. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be Pilo, right? Pilo, Pilo, Pilo <laughs> Rios. Pilo Rios. I answer to a lot of names. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called a lot of names too, but that's okay. So, uh, Pilo, tell us a little bit about yourself in the time we have left. Uh, let's see. Uh, started my career in the military, in the Air Force. I uh, did a uh, Four years active duty, uh, eight years reserve. I got out in 1985, and I stay close to that mic. Yeah, and I, uh, <clears throat> I've been in telecom ever since then, so I'm I'm still doing telecom. 63 years old, or I will be 63 years old pretty soon. Oh, you're still young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah plenty of time. 
You know, we've both been doing telecom, you know that? So it's like we have a lot of stuff in common there. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, his his wife, Corrine, has been on the radio with me a number of times, and she's actually been doing that special series that we've been working on the past couple of weeks, which we're going, be, we're going to be doing one more episode next week to wrap it all up. But uh, she said that her husband uh, had uh, some had a lot of things to say. So I said, well, you know, we'll just have him come in and join us. Yeah. And you uh, you recently are unemployed, correct? Correct. Uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about that? No, not really. I'm, no? I'm, okay. Uh, I left the project uh, last week or so. I just got tired of all the uh, uh, companies, you know, when they start to lose money, they kind of – it's kind of like a coyote that's trapped – yeah, it'll, it'll chew off its own arm. Right. Yeah, that's what's exactly what's going on. That was at one of the local national labs, correct? Was no, it? No, 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 no was this it? was a small company out of, oh, okay. out of Georgia. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. It's just, it was just, uh, and, and you can see people leaving left and right, and yeah, it's, it wasn't a good situation. Yeah, but Man, I you finished can my stuff, tell. so uh, it was kind of selfish on my part. I just wanted to finish up my projects. I got that done, and uh, I said, okay, I'm done. So I quit. Okay, cool. Well, I hear you. Been there, done that. Yeah. So in the next segment, uh, we're going to elaborate a little bit on that opening monologue on the, which I title liberal lunacy. And then another topic I want to talk about in the uh, next, uh, next hour, the next segment maybe is uh, we've got, you know, you hear about this actor and writer strike going on. Um, One of the major issues with this strike is these actors and writers are terrified that they are going to get replaced by AI. And I think that's a valid, uh, a valid thing. Um, That's, that's a real thing. Anyway, we're going to talk about that in the next segment. And then also uh, another thing we're going to talk about after that is the, the IRS cover up that has been exposed by Congress. So anyway, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella, and we'll be right back. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers, enclosed trailers, and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service, and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast in Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Would you like to move on from being a keyboard warrior to owning your own media? I'm Floyd Cisco with Spoken Words in New Mexico. I can take your event to the next level by providing cameras, microphones, video switchers, and other hardware to turn your event into a professional production. See what I've done for others and what I can do for you at rumble.com slash spoken words New Mexico. To get started, send me an email at spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Again, that's spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Hey, welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. With our uh, guest today, Pilo Rios. That kind of flows down at Pilo Rios. Kind of flows off the tongue there. Much easier than my real name. Yeah, much easier than your real name. So Pilo is short for something? Yes. You want to say it? What is it? Perferial. Perferial? Porphyrial. 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 So Pilo is like Bill is to Will. And in Spanish is Porfirio. Porfirio. Sí. See, I almost said that right, didn't I? Yeah, Porfirio. No, but one. people hacked it up so bad, like, no. Just, just, <laughs> Pilo's fine. Just Pilo. And if you forget, you can call me Pete. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that, too. I, I see. Okay. Stella, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. So, um, all right. So, <clears throat> you guys had some open thoughts about that open I did about the liberal lunacy. You know, they will, these people, they, they, they have such... Blind hatred, and every every decision they make is based on feelings. Yeah. You know, just like this nonsense going on where they're just they're really focused on this climate change stuff, in which they don't care about the consequences. It's like they just want to put through this climate change stuff. And I I personally think the climate change stuff is all uh, political. I think yes, the climate is changing. I don't think any of us. Uh, I mean, at least it's different this year than it has been. It's been really freaking hot uh, the past couple of months everywhere. And e- even in Silverton, it was it was warmer than usual. Usually in Silverton, it never goes over 80 degrees. Uh, it's usually low 70s during the summer. And while we were there, it was low 80s. <clears throat> so it is it is warmer. But the thing is, is the one thing, it's interesting how the one thing that they avoid ever mentioning <clears throat> when they're talking about climate change, is they never mention the sun. They never mention the sun, which the sun is the source of the heat on our planet. They never talk about the sun. It's like, well, you know, the sun does, its its output does vary. Um, That's a good point. All the time. Yet they never talk about it. Why do they not talk about it? Why do you think? Oh, I know why. why? I know why. Because it would it would blow their whole uh, theory uh, nonsense out of the water. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I'm I'm not one of these people that's saying that's denying that climate does not change and maybe that climate is is in fact uh, not possibly changing now. I'm not going to be one of those people that says that. What I'm saying is that human beings, in my opinion, do not have a significant significant effect on the climate. There are other things that 
have much larger effects on the climate. Volcano eruptions, which there have been some of those lately, um, just forest fires, all kinds of things like that have uh, have effects on the climate. But you know, we've done we've done so much stuff to to regulate uh, emissions uh, over the past, even just in you know, in the past 10, 20 years, I've noticed huge differences. I mean, you know, it used to be when I was a kid, the, the exhaust coming out of a car, you could actually see the smoke a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And nobody thought anything about it at all. Um, you would see, uh, you, I went to, I remember when I was like, uh, I don't know, I think I was like uh, 30, 30 years old, 40 years old, I went to uh, Los Angeles. And I remember at the time that, the smog was literally so thick and it was hovering just a couple of feet off the ground. You'd be driving around and this smog would just be hovering just above, barely above the ground. Now you go there, you don't see that anymore. You know, the, the laws that they've put in place for regulating emissions have worked. I mean, I thought, I think they were a good idea. They worked, but you have to do things that, are, are doable without destroying your economy at the same time. And, and that's kind of like the point I was making during my opening statement <clears throat> in which, yeah, you know, you know, you can do things to solve problems, but at the same time, you also have to look at the economy. You have to look at what it's going to cost uh, to do this. Um, there's a lot of factors that go into this. Well, and if pollution is an issue, uh, we've contained ours pretty well, but don't they say that China has the highest pollution and it affects our, our air also? Well, yeah, I mean, developing countries like China and India, I mean, they're going through what we went through years ago, which we called our industrial revolution. They're going through that. And all of these, you know, being able to put put in place things like emission controls and all of these things that make you feel good that everybody likes are things that require a lot of money. And they're things that are, are part of the evolution of 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 your society of what you're doing you know you go through different stages and they're going through their industrial revolution right now and and now that they're making money with that i'm sure they're putting they're going to be putting in place the same kind of things we did with emission emission controls and things like that all all great ideas i have no no problem with that but you know these forest fires that are going on all around the world are things that could be prevented but unfortunately the same people that are complaining about the the climate change are the same ones that are out there saying, oh, well, no, we don't want you going out there thinning out them trees. We don't want you going out there and cleaning up that those dead trees from the ground and and getting it rid of that 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 all that fuel out there that can burn. No, we don't want you to get rid of that. We don't want you going into the forest and disrupting the 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 natural order of the forest. No, but but, but let's do uh, preventative. What is it? The wildfires that they said at 70 miles an hour. Do you remember up north where they had the the, they said that they do the preventative uh, to clean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, control was, burns. Was, yeah, the control burns. Yeah. At 70 miles an hour, winds. Yeah, that's not uh, a good who idea. Who does that? Well, <laughs> well, they were pressured to do it. Otherwise, they would lose the money. So if if they didn't do it at that time, they would have lost the money. And that's what happens is that, you know, all of a sudden, the greed part comes out. Like, yeah, we want the money, so we'll try the fire, try to control it. And it didn't yeah. work. Yeah. And people died for it. Right? Didn't yeah. somebody die? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, and nobody but, and nobody got fired. No, no, nobody and, got fired. No, nobody got put in jail. No, because these people work for the government. That's and, right. As a matter of fact, we don't even know the man's name. If you're working for the government and you're pushing the liberal agenda forward, <laughs> you are immune from any kind of prosecution. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's what happened. It's true. Yeah, yeah. and it's disturbing. amazing because a lot of people lost like 300 head of cattle. Oh. I mean, their whole livelihood, their homes burned down, everything. And they all said, "We're going to help. The government's going to help you." When the government, when it's, the government says they're coming to help you, you should be worried. Man, so far I don't think they've helped anybody. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard they've helped no. anybody. So. I think the point I was making in my open is that what they do is they get they they get very tunnel vision. They get focused on their liberal agenda and they don't think about consequences. But all of these things, when you just when you go all out with just one approach instead of all of the above, um, then things don't necessarily go the way you want them to. You know, you know, the consequences are, you know, usually it involves destroying the economy. It involves ruining people's lives. It, it, it does not, it doesn't, 
it does not move things forward. Well, and there's so many issues with the liberals, like you said, the climate change and everything. But now the worst thing for me is the restorative justice. The people don't even understand what that means. Like the two children in California, they were questioning a transgender student the same age. I think they were in the fifth grade. Yeah. And uh, they suspended them from school for asking them, well, what exactly, you know, are you doing? What are you? And the, the teacher came out and got alarmed that they were questioning him and they ran away because they were frightened. Like, why is she even questioned? Why is she angry? And they suspended them for five days, I think. And now they have to go to restorative justice classes. Restorative justice. Classes. And that... I now, think, what, what do they learn at a restorative justice class? Well, they're learning what the college students learned that turned us against the country. But now they're starting with grade school and saying that, you know, you have to be kind to these people. And just like there's a lady named Angel, I forgot what her name was in California, also California. It Some figures. people came and grabbed her purse, right? And she ran off after them and grabbed the purse that had, had her handle on it but her hand got caught on the on the handle of the door and they dragged her 50 feet until her head hit a curb and busted her head open she's dead well they said it's not we're not going to put them in jail because this is a restorative justice she should not have been chasing after that purse you should not be trying to correct violence i mean just because it's her purse gives her no and right it, to be chasing after it right yeah who cares yeah so they're not even going to do time this is restorative justice this is what they're teaching the children now this is insane and they're not waiting until college no yeah no, oh no they want to get them started earlier well that's why they're getting them earlier and earlier you know now that kindergarten or pre-kindergarten whatever starts at three years old now they're taking them earlier why they can still influence them unbelievable it's terrifying unbelievable yeah so um i want to talk about this thing with the uh you've heard lately about the actors and the screenwriters have been going on they better be plenty scared i'd say they they should be brad pitt tom cruise you guys are top earners (laughs) and you guys used to make millions and you could you know sign your own contracts and ask for whatever you wanted while your time has come well you know these movie production companies they are starting to see that uh, they can pay a whole bunch of money for somebody that's like an ai specialist and they don't need all these actors. <laughs> they don't need the actors. They don't need the writers, journalists. And for a tiny fraction of they can replace them, you know, of money. I know. And so did you did you see the latest uh, Indiana Jones movie? No. Oh, okay. You need to go see that. That's okay. really good. Okay. At the beginning of the movie, it's like a flashback of, of like <clears throat> when Indiana Jones was younger. And they had the young... God, what's the guy's name again? Um, Harrison Ford. Ford. They had the young Harrison Ford uh, in the movie, okay, through the first part of the movie. And it obviously wasn't him. It was an AI-generated CGI character, but it looked just like him, and you couldn't tell the difference. And And it was like... It's like, oh, okay, this... I see where this is going. I see where this is going. And it's like, you know, this is not... This didn't just happen. You know, remember years ago, remember the last, uh, the latest Terminator movie? Did you see that one? I saw that one. Do you remember the the part of it that had the young Arnold Schwarzenegger in it? Right. Yeah. That wasn't quite as good. I mean, you could tell that that was AI, but this latest one with Indiana Jones, with yeah. Harrison Ford, you could not tell it wasn't him. They've really improved, huh? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, actors need to be scared and very worried. <laughs> so so what they're saying is that they can take, uh, let's say, for instance, you um, you take pictures of the, of the actor, you know, from all angles. You create this 3D model, and then basically... Currently, what they can do now is any person can be there making the movements, doing the stuff in the movie, and they just overlay this image onto anybody they want. Mm -hmm. And they can, and it looks like it's that person. So these actors are starting to get really, really nervous about this. They better be. It's like, um, all right, what legal rights do I have to my own uh, what's the what's the word they're trying to use? Um, my likeness, mm-hmm. my likeness, or my voice, or, or or you know any of those things. So there's a real legal gray area to all of this mm-hmm. about what the legal rights to your likeness are. Now 
I talked about this a while back about the Black Mirror episode, and I've been loving I've been loving those because they talk about all the things going on in our world, and and it looks like science fiction, but it's not. And I've been telling you about movies since, since back in the you know the they told you about the uh, was it the green. Uh, 30 years ago when they were telling you about the eating people. That they, soil and green. Soil and green. Soil they, and green they told you people. Back, they told you back then in the movies that this was going to happen. 30 years later, we're almost there at the soil and green with lab meat, lab-grown meat and yeah, stuff. Yeah. We're almost there, right? Almost they there. They told you about this 30 years ago. Well, now they're telling you about the AI, but it's closer than you think. It's than the 30-year span they gave us for yeah. the soil and green. So this mm-hmm. is coming to, to fruition a lot faster. Well, we are there. We are there, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. And so these actors, that's why they're on strike. And apparently they haven't gone on strike since like the 60s, from what I understand. That's mm-hmm. what I read. No, they were, no they've taken strikes. Um, Jesus. It's been a long time. Maybe the 80s or the 90s? I don't know. The uh, article I read said the 60s, which is, uh, wow. Think, it's like, I, really? I, I remember them striking. Uh, uh, Ellen Alda was, was, was a strike and a few others. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I've read some really good articles. There was an article on Backstage.com where somebody's quoted saying, the thing that worries me about AI is that it could put words in my mouth and that I don't believe in, says actor Noel Gizzi. Uh, Personally, I'm very protected of my image. You know, and that thought made me think about that Black Mirror uh, episode in which – this uh, woman, they, she had signed a cell phone contract. You know those long contracts we signed on our cell phones when we don't ever read them. Well, we they're just, like fourteen pages long. Yeah, we just tiny, check, tiny print. Yeah, it's a bunch of tiny prints, a bunch yeah. of lawyer speak, and it's like, <laughs> who cares? You know, you check the box and you agree, agree to whatever it is, and it's like, I just want to use my phone. And so, they, uh, it turns out in that <laughs> she agreed to. For her likeness, which, by the way, you're always using your likeness. You're taking selfies on your phone. You're doing video calls. You're talking on your phone. It's capturing samples of your voice. It's capturing samples of your image. It's capturing. It's basically, you know, you've heard people say, well, my life is on that cell phone. Well, in a, in a, in they're a way, not kidding. they're not kidding. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, that's so much of your life has been captured on that cell phone, mm-hmm. both audio and visual. And so she didn't realize. It, but she had signed away her her rights to her image and her and her voice, her likeness and her voice on that cell phone contract. And when she went to her lawyer to say, "Well, they've they've made a like a Netflix show of me, and it's my life, and it's like it's my it's my image, and it's like they're destroying me, uh, they're destroying my reputation. I never agreed to this." And her lawyer said, "Well, yeah, really, you did." Yeah. <laughs> like, she said, I lost my job and everything. She was I lost my job. I lost my boyfriend. I lost my husband. She had both. And 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 it's like it ruined her life. And so she's thinking, okay, well, if they're gonna if they're gonna do this to me, and, and, and it's like then what they were doing is they were taking <clears throat> there was an actress, Selma they had taken Hayek. her Selma Hike, mm-hmm. they had taken her image and they had her playing the role of this woman's life. And it's like, oh, fine. Well, I wonder what Simon Hayek thinks about her image being used. It's like, and so this guy mentioned something about putting words in my mouth and stuff like that. Well, that's right out of the Black Mirror episode. So what she does, okay, well, if I can't do anything about this, I'm going to do something that Selma Hayek would consider extremely offensive using her image on this show. Well, yeah, because Selma, Selma Hayek didn't had no rights either. She, no. she went to get a lawyer and they said... She, she yes. told her the same thing. It's same. like, well, no, you agreed to this. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> so, you know, what she does is she figured, well, you know, she went into a church while a wedding was being performed and, and in, a, in like a cheerleading outfit or something, and then dropped her pants and took a dump right there in the aisle right in the church. With Selma Hayek's image. With Simul, Selma Hayek's <laughs> image. <laughs> <laughs> and Selma Hayek, of course, was, oh, my God, I can't believe what you guys, this is ruining my reputation. I never agreed to this. Well, yeah, you kind of did. <clears throat> so they, yeah. they just take over your life completely on film and everything that you would never say they do it makes you sound totally like a different person, but oh. with your image. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I think they will eventually sort that out. With You know, the laws will have to keep, uh, catch up with the uh, with the technology. But what, uh, but we were talking earlier about uh, 
about what 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 will happen is that now uh, directors and so on will will no longer have to be uh, forced to use actors. No, they won't. They, they could just use a character and and. There's no more outbursts with the characters. No more paying the millions of dollars for 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 their nobody nobody complaining about script uh, yeah, problems. It's yeah, like no, yeah, no, no more temper tantrums. You know that stuff's gonna go. So there's some good that will come out of it. Some of these actors are real prima donnas, from what I hear. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I <laughs> well, here here's the thing. Okay, now I see this sort of stuff like on on social media and stuff like that, where people will create memes of like political figures and people that that they don't like and then to slander them and things like that. And the thing that I have always heard when it comes to political figures is that they're out in the public square and they really have no right to retaliation whatsoever. You can slander them and all you want and talk bad about them and make up lies about them all you want. And I have heard that legally there's really nothing you can do about that. You can't. You know, once you're a public image, they can say and do anything they want. You are a public image and you're open to attack. Well, you're a public servant. Well, that's that's the thing right there. You can you can if you're a public servant, you're gonna be open to the public. Even yeah. if you're running for office though, you especially, put yourself especially. that's what I've heard. I've heard you do not have a legal case. So I'm thinking, okay, this kind of technology could take that to a whole new level. Oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, just imagine. Okay, these bunch of Trump-hating, MAGA-hating you know, hating people. Just imagine they take – there's plenty of pictures of Donald Trump out there. Okay, you take, you take this image of Donald Trump and you create this completely fake uh, – situation in which in which trump is doing something like uh, welcoming all the immigrants in left and right like yeah, biden is just anything yeah you, just i think that this sort of thing is going to take over political ads like you cannot believe i would not even be surprised and i'm going to predict this right now i've come up with some good predictions over my time on the radio i am going to predict by the time that the the uh, campaign ads really kick into full gear for the 2024 election. I think we're going to see some of this stuff going on. That's what I it's think. It's definite. That's what I think. You know that China has already drafted, you know, strict restrictions, um, not only uh, restricting like on individual likeness, uh, reputation rights, personal uh, property, privacy, commercial secrets, but get this, uh, they have restrictions against using gener. Uh, generations AI to harm the state's image, national unity, especially the socialist values. Huh. Uh-huh. So they're protecting their socialist. Oh, values. well, they're thinking ahead. Because right now you're saying, oh, yeah, they're, they're going to be liable. They'll be liable to be sued. Have you tried to sue in this country? Really? Seriously? I mean, after 20 years of suing and them going through all the negative stuff, they get an attorney who's a, a Democrat and it's going to vote against you every time, a judge rather. This could go on forever and you'll lose anyway in the long run. Yeah. There is no law in the United States anymore. Oh, oh, yeah. Unless yeah. you're a Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I want to say good morning to Josie. She's watching on on Facebook, and my hi, mom is hi, watching Josie. too. Hey, mom. <laughs> hey, hey. By the way, you guys, if you want to call in, where if you're watching us streaming live, you can call in at 505-444-5059 if you want to be part of the conversation and make some comments of what we're ta- about what we're talking about. And I'm also obviously I'm watching your social media posts uh, when you. Um, putting stuff like that. So I saw Josie and my mom on there and it's like, you know, so yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll bring up a point and we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> so here's the thing I'm thinking about too. I think that this is going to get really murky on the legal arguments about this stuff. Okay. Because somebody is going to have to decide what is the legal definition of a likeness. Okay. How alike does the image need to be before it's considered a likeness of someone? They could take an image of someone, change it just a little bit. Oh, maybe change the nose a little bit, change the ears, maybe, you know, maybe change uh, the eyes a little bit, change the color of the eyes, whatever. It's like, no, that's not you. That person clearly has blue eyes, not brown eyes. Or that person, you know, you know what I'm saying? Sure, Can you see where the technicalities could come in here? Yeah. I could see that very easily. I'm sure that uh, the AI was not a uh, part of Joe Biden's 
regime, like when he fell down at the, was it the Naval Academy? When yes. he was doing his speech and he sprawled all over the floor. I think that was obviously the right image. It wasn't an AI image. Or when he pooped in his pants in front of the queen. And, oh, did he do that? Oh, God. He's oh, my God. I missed that one. Things. Yeah. He pooped in his pants and they had to take him and change him. How, how, do you, how did they know he did that? What, the, did the, he, smell. the smell. The Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they heard it and they were just looking at him like, you like, need to take him back and change his pamper. <laughs> take him his back. His pampers, yeah. <laughs> I, I, do they have adult pampers or is that, I think adult diapers are, have a different Yeah, name, there's adult pampers. Adult yeah. pampers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he pampers definitely, and he adults. definitely needs them. It's mm-hmm. funny, you know, we come into this world wearing diapers and then we go out wearing diapers too. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> I don't ever want to get to that point. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it is. Uh, but but you know that's actually happening with music too. Uh, was uh, there was somebody that uh, I I don't know music, modern music anymore. But I but I know somebody from Britain got sued by somebody here in the states because their music kind of sounded like that old, happens all the time, right? Yeah, yeah right. Because it's 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 very murky there. And so, yeah, people get sore because get sued because well, that's the chord that I use, or yeah. that's like a riff that I use in my song. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. So you're gonna. You're, you're, I mean, I think you're right. You're, you're gonna have that murky in between. There's gonna be a whole bunch of court cases going on because of that. Yeah, there are. Yeah. I'm just worried about the 2024 elections and how murky it's gonna get there. Yeah, I'm sure we're gonna see a lot of like really suspicious looking things that you have no proof of entertaining. Uh, well, I mean, it's, I it's mean, gonna get nasty. I mean, think about. It. I've been involved in political campaigns you know somewhat recently and and i know that what you do is you uh you can uh, you have people work for you that uh, you don't uh, avow as being part of your group and they go out and they basically cause trouble on social media and yeah. and that's what they do and it's like you know you're going to have people creating these realistic looking videos that have uh the political opponent in them, uh, putting them in some kind of compromising position or saying something that they didn't really say. And then uh, somebody's going to have to try to prove that they didn't really say it. I, that's that's the way or, it happens. Or, or pay for them lawsuits through their campaign funds. You know, they can do that. Yeah. Like our midget over here, she had a, a lawsuit against she, a crotch grabber. She was a crotch grabber. And they, Who, our governor? Yeah. And she, yeah. And she, this guy sued her. And she paid him 150000 more than once, I think, out of her campaign funds. Wow. So it didn't cost her a thing. Hey, I have, an, I have a new v, uh, viewer on Rumble that I don't recognize. Desert Grandma. She says good morning from Roswell. Hey, good morning, Desert Grandma. Hi, Desert Grandma. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, so anyway, so um, I want to, let's see, what else we got here? Oh, so they're talking about what a contract will look like for these actors. They're saying generally what you'll see in a contract like this is, technology now known or hereafter devised so they're they're thinking about not only what exists now but i i can't even imagine what could exist in the future um what exists now i never thought it would exist by now it's things are going faster than i ever imagined that they would but so production companies they're pretty good at making sure that their rights are protected regardless of what happens with the technology and and they mention here and and I mentioned a young Harrison Ford in the latest Indiana Jones movie I mean if you guys haven't seen that you, you have to see it yeah you'll swear it's really it's really him I mean you cannot tell I mean it doesn't look like a video game it doesn't look it doesn't look animated it looks realistic and I and I've actually heard as recent as just a few years ago, certain movies came out that were films that were CGI, and I heard that they said they intentionally made them look less realistic so that people would not think that they were realistic. So this technology has been around for a little while, um, and they've had the ability to do this, but now they are – it's like really totally there. Anyway, so I want to – wrap up this in the next segment and then i also want to talk about there's in these hearings that they're doing in the house they're they're investigating a lot of things and they noticed something that the irs did a couple of years ago where they literally just destroyed 30 million 
unprocessed tax returns and just oh, oh we were too busy uh it, the, the pandemic you know we were we were overrun so we just had to destroy some of the returns i how does that make any sense i don't know anyway you're listening to freedom speak with becca marie and stella stick around we'll be right back Thank you. 